0: This week, Luke hits a milestone on his way to AE, and we unpack that. We discuss all the steps he's taken to be successful, and another lightbulb moment of knowing but not understanding. Now he's starting to understand things. And all of this comes with a brand new segment called What Luke Hates. Let's jump into it.
1: Am I up first? Oh, welcome to the Unnamed Sales Podcast, or USP. Our USP is not to sell you anything. We're just two friends at different stages of our sales careers, having a chat about what we're seeing week to week. I'm Luke, and I'm an SDR in training.
0: I'm Felix, revenue enablement, sales enablement, here to guide Luke on his path from SDR to AE, account executive.
1: Very calm, wasn't it, Luke? Very calm. Jesus. We're getting good at this. Talking. <laughs> I haven't been doing it for a few years. Um, how are you getting on anyway, Felix? Long time no speaky.
0: I know, yeah. Been a couple of weeks. Yeah, doing good, doing good. Sun's come out here in Dublin, so getting a bit rosy, lovely and pink. Uh, what about yourself? What's going on?
1: Right, let's talk about the weather because we love talking about as SDRs. Um, <laughs> the sun's also come out here in Vancouver and it's been like wintertime skiing and I thought, I don't Want the summer to come? I just want to ski all the time. Now the summer's come out, I'm like, ah, all right, I get it, I get it, I get what you meant. I understand why all these benches are around the seawall, I understand why there's so many outdoor areas here. Yeah, it's been beautiful. Um, yeah, really good for mind and body, just getting out and about and not sitting and watching three episodes of Netflix every night. But yeah, it's been sweet.
0: Yeah, although to be fair, Netflix had a few bangers recently, so uh. You know, the, the, the light still being on at night when you're going to bed is a, is a joy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, let's, let's get into it. Let's get into a bit of work. Come on, what's going on? What's going on recently? What's working well for you?
1: Actually, something, uh, something big's happened. I've got a bit of a, a milestone in uh, SGR career here. I passed my gold certification. Um, uh-huh. I, I know that I've kind of explained the, the background of this to you. Um, but just again, so whenever I, when I interviewed for my job, I asked, well, what's your plan here? I said, oh, I want to be an AE. Um, I, said, well, I said, well, how do I get there? Obviously, because I was interviewing for SDR, you, <laughs> you have to ask questions. But we actually have a, a structure where as long as you're hitting your quota, number one, mm-hmm. obviously, um, there's four different stages. So you got your bronze certification, which is after a boot camp. Uh, then you got your silver and then you've got your gold, and then you've got your platinum. And if you go through to platinum level uh, and you've hit all your quotas, you're going to be in an interview for the next AE position. Whether or not you pass the interview process, and that is a different story, but you're going to be interviewing for it. And usually it takes anywhere from 12 to 18 months. 18 months is normal. 12 months is a bit quick, um, but in in and around that level to get to your platinum. So I passed my silver, passed my bronze earlier, passed my silver um, like about a week, a week and a half ago now, uh, which was like a, a big milestone for me because it was more understanding the information that i have been learning because I've been learning it and I've been yeah. kind of putting it into practice, but you know reinforcing it into my mind and did a couple of practices with my managers and the guy that actually uh, certified me, everyone w- was very happy with where I was. And it was more of a milestone of, ah, oh, I'm not just calling people and wasting a lot of time here. Um, the people that are in charge may me kind of see. Uh, and uh, because of that, um, as a, as a result My manager, who's now moving up to an AE manager, said he wants me to be ready to interview for an AE position by actually October, November time. Oh, wow. With the maybe roles. Let's just stop that there. Let's stop
0: that there. So recap, you've got, first of all, going into the role, you've got pure and clear roadmap to success. You've got four levels, bronze, silver, gold, platinum. And once you get to platinum, you know you're interviewing, like it or not. As, assuming you've hit targets along the way, which is prerequisite, right? Um, yeah. And you've then got your interview. That's clear. Yeah. It's an eighteen yeah. month journey. You're yeah. saying going at speed. That's a twelve month journey. Um, but you've come out of your silver, or gold, gold
1: now. So I've done. I've just done silver, and now I start. I'm st- like. I had a week afterwards, so I've like gone. Yeah, you know what? I'm just going to not do any preparation or studying for this one week. Switch off week. Going, having a bit of a brain break. Um, but I start. I'm going to start doing my modules for gold tomorrow. Um, okay. So you're yeah. so you've just
0: done bronze and silver, coming yeah. out of silver. You've flown through it. Congrats again. You've two two left. Gold and platinum, and you know if you get them done in time over the summer. You're going to be interviewing in October.
1: Taylor, that's tail tail end of October, beginning of November time. Um, because they want they like to promote at the change of the year. Cause you got the shutdown week for sure. Christmas, and then you start ramping January. And it's much better for the business if you have people starting clean clean in January time. Oh, so yeah. yeah, that's my I've been given, they love we love using the word North Star here. And I've been given a really clear North Star. And the only reason I would not be interviewing for a position is me. That's really, really good. Um I don't know, really secure for myself it's like I think when you use uh, we use sports knowledge a lot but Mike Tyson says he doesn't um, if, he, if he ever didn't if he ever doesn't perform he ever doesn't do anything he's the only person that's responsible he doesn't rely on anybody for anything so if he fails he fails if he succeed, has success he has success it's taken him a lifetime to get there but obviously now he's on YouTube telling us all about it so we can kind of learn a little yeah, bit yeah. from him <laughs> yeah
0: no it's funny some of the best yeah. people like I, I think the uh, you know Nicky Lauda the F1 driver he was the same he was like why, why should I blame somebody else for what happened to me or the situation I'm in? I can only take accountability that put me in the situation that got me to where I am. So I love that yeah. accountability piece, because like you said, you're the only person who can stand your way now to, to being successful. So I love that. I love that. But Luke, tell me a little bit about this silver certification yeah. for the listeners and myself, even, you know, what what was involved in that? So you had to go in, I suppose, meet a panel or meet one of your managers and, and do something, present, I guess, or something.
1: Of course. So um, bronze is the basic information out of boot camp, just re- reinforce that information, how to use the systems. Silver is more, you're getting closer now to understanding the journey of when you're making them calls into specific people, who you're calling? What is that persona? What what do they f- find valuable to themselves? Um, how are you identifying a champ? So for anyone that doesn't hasn't experienced this before, champion is somebody that sells on your behalf when you're not speaking to the business. So it could be a manager, it could be somebody looking for promotion, something along them lines where you have somebody that's your buddy, basically, and they're going to help you out getting input for the right people. Answering the deal using references so I it's so funny I have a principal customers so maybe I'd be on a call and I'd be like hey X Y and Z company local to you or even a similar business that isn't local to them as long as they have relatability I would use references but I wasn't using stories enough. And that's what I, I think that's why these certifications are valuable because I was using a lot of this stuff, but I wasn't using it in the right way. I was using references, naming the customer, not talking about the story behind why that customer is a customer. Um, Value. I knew it was important to have value in the conversation, but I didn't know the structure. I didn't know how to really introduce it. And maybe I was just throwing it at the wall in the middle of the call and people were like, Oh, what? (laughs) what? Or just saying the word value. You know what I mean? Like if you listen back to my calls, I may have just said value. Oh, how, how are we going to give you some value or we can add value to this random stuff, right? Um, <laughs> but the, it, like even as simple as prioritizing our, my account base, making sure that I know who is important to uh, at, uh, attack as such, or who's important to have in sequences, um, the buyer's journey, the seller's journey, how they interconnect with each other. Um, it's, just the next step. It wasn't a heavy lift to learn it because it's like very steady growth. Um, And then whenever you do your certification, you're standing up and you're on Zoom and you're delivering all this to somebody that is asking me questions it's not just a repeat out they're asking you specific questions specific topics they may not even ask you everything that you've learned but it's just making sure that you have enough knowledge to go to the next stage so I did two practices one with each manager and then I did a certification with a manager that's not my manager um and then at the end of that he kind of told me that I've, I've been certified and ready to move on to the next stage um the next stage, the gold stuff, is more actual learning how to demo. So this is more Brilliant. technical. Yeah. So you're now getting closer and closer to actually being an AE. But yeah, it's like a a year, a year and a half of like college. Basically, we're doing modules, you're doing learning, you're plus you're doing your job. Um, it's very well set up. Uh, oh, yeah. And yeah, but that's kind for, of the, it's the, formal
0: the, learning with application because you're you're actually having to go out and make calls and have to try this stuff day in day out. So I think. That's really clever. And then as you're moving into that AE role, it's obviously kind of kind of natural that you'd start getting into that demo, meaning that you need to be, excuse my language, shit hot with the product, right? You need to know the ways and around the piece of software that you're selling. You need to know what are the trigger points, what are the things you really want to show that add value to that customer, right? So that's, a, that's going to be an interesting one.
1: Yeah. And again, just to repeat, I knew this stuff, I didn't understand it. So before I even started doing my stand deliver, because I did the modules, because I was working day in, day out, because my AA has been helping me a lot, because of managers and stuff, someone like you, Felix, I have been, I know this stuff. But there's a, ma- like, when you un- when you understand the difference between knowing something and understanding it, like, I yeah. knew it, I didn't understand it until I got tested on it. And now that I understand it, I'm like, whoa, I think a light bulb's gone off. I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm starting to understand the stuff I've been doing day in, day out and the reasons behind it. And day by day, the more I'm talking to more people in, pro, in, in the business or more people that I'm speaking to like yourself, I'm learning how much I have not understood up until this point, uh, but it's given me more clarity. So yeah, the more I learn, the easier it's getting. Funny. Yeah. It?
0: <laughs> but that, that learning journey is interesting for me because obviously like, it sounds like your company gives you a lot of access to a lot of information, a lot of knowledge. But I mean, How have you, like we went back in episode one and we were talking about, you know, there's so much out there. How have you distilled that down and said, okay, here's what I'm going to focus on or where have you taken enough learning from to build together, to get you to a point where you're capable of passing that certification? So has it just been all the company resources or how have you complemented that or what else have you done?
1: So first things first. If I just do the modules and I just go to do the stand and deliver, um, I'm not going to become an AE ever. Like, it's just not going to happen. What I did is I went and spoke to the people that are just above me. There's a couple of guys that are maybe, they started like six months and eight months before me. So right. they've just done this stuff. So they're good pals of mine and work anyway. Had Zooms with them, just about what, the, what, what it's like. Spoke to my managers about what' focused on. But the most important person I spoke to is my AE because my job is not to pass certifications. My job is to set up demos for them yeah. and we're going to make money together, right? We're yeah. going to bring on customers. And until I was doing that comfortably, so he has given me so much extra coaching and training outside of the certifications. Certifications came, that, that that's my own time. Like I'm doing my certifications as a me thing. I'm getting through them to learn a little bit more. He was helping me with like really getting into taylor questioning, the way I'm opening my call, all of that stuff was from him. So I've spoken about that in a couple of episodes. This is a little bit different where he's not involved in what I'm doing when I'm doing these modules or what I'm actually getting tested on. I've been doing what he what he's been giving me. It's like they're going hand in hand here, and they're going to drive me forward. And then if you add in what you're giving me on this call, and then you add in what my manager's giving me on my manager call. I think. I'm now understanding the structure we spoke about last week of having them personas around me that can like lift me up. But yeah, it's just one, it's just one channel. It's it's one approach. And I'm gonna have like four to five different areas where I'm improving different skills. Um, so yeah, it's uh it's it's one one of many um and one of many kind of paths that I need to take. But if I only yeah. do one of these things or only two of these things, I don't think I'll become a, a very good AE. So
0: yeah, it sounds it sounds like you're weaving a kind of intricate little tapestry there. I mean, I, like yeah. I said, I'm, I'm a big believer of having the different characters around you, um, so it's good to hear you reference that uh, for sure. Because I think that's one thing we 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 said last time was just even putting names on these people and just saying, right, okay, this is who you are to me, um, and this is what I'd like you to help me achieve. And, and finding those people who are invested in your development, I love that. I think that that's really good
1: again that's the know versus understand i think like yeah. what do i know i know who you are i know what you help me with now from us talking over these last few weeks i know understand what you're doing and it's like uh personally anyway it's a major moment for me just going hey i've known these things for a while but i haven't had somebody repeat them to me or say hey this is what this is like, oh now i understand and after three or four times like oh Starting to get better and better. But yeah. Yeah.
0: Did you, do you um, find because you're, you're quite a reflective person? One thing, one thing I've been, I've been always very guilty of is kind of just always been on the go and just the next thing, the next box to tick, the next task. Cause you're just, there's so much to get done. And there's, you like to be proactive and you've always got all ideas and projects and there's always so much going on. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. go, go, go. And I've been very guilty of maybe not stopping, reflecting and having a good think about stuff. What I've started to do, and I think this is something that, uh, I think I read Bill Gates does this too. Um, he books time in his calendar, uh, TTT, time to think. And I've started to do it myself only once a week at the moment. But uh, but it's funny because I, I clear my calendar to just do this. And I like switch off email, switch off like the Slack notifications. It's purely just think about some of the things I'm working on think about some of those projects, some ideas that I have, and then just say, okay, just, just think about them and just literally mm-hmm. try to put some intentional thought. Okay, ask myself the questions, you know, who, what, when, where, why, how. You know, these simple questions, you know, what's going on with this? Is it on track? Why are we doing it? Is that really important? Is that really impactful? All these things, you know, just thinking about it. is this something you've... Uh, you've started to do, because it sounds like you've become a bit more reflective, <laughs> you are reflective.
1: Yeah, I've always been very, I've been, always been self-aware. Like, I've always been aware of what I am, what I'm doing. Um, and I've always done that, I, I think too much, like I've got an overactive imagination. So, <laughs> but I, I think I did tell you about this too, where I don't do all my preparation for my calls in front of a screen. I like go for a walk. I'm like repeating things over my head, but i I'm not done the, <laughs> you you you've added structure to that but th- thought <laughs> that thought process i don't do that i just i've taken off i'm like my mind is just going 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 and i'm unpacking things um but what i'm doing what do you say what i'm doing why i'm doing it who's involved where we're going with it yeah i don't I don't really have that kind of a set scheduled time and s- actual schedule of things i want to kind of work through in my mind which yeah I do a lot of thinking so maybe I should maybe add a little bit of structure to that um yeah i don't 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 work for you
0: don't rip up the playbook if it works for you i've just i just have to put some structure on it because like the the who thing right that's really interesting because sometimes i'm asking myself who else so it's not just who should be doing something maybe it's like there's a project and there's an issue with it or there's a problem with it or it's not landing the way you want it to and it's like well who else could be involved in this to unblock it or who could help bring this to the next level and it's kind of like okay does this project need an executive sponsor or an expert, someone who, who's got the skill set that I don't have to do whatever it is I'm trying to do? Um, yeah. and, and that's where that question comes in. I ask myself, right, have I got the right people on the team for this? You know, um, that's just kind of going down the rabbit hole a little bit, as we often do. We love a tangent yeah. on this show.
1: Yeah, it's good to un- understand what goes through. Like we've two, two different people, with two different minds, maybe two different areas of sales, we're in two different stages of our careers two different countries So, like obviously the way that you unpack and understand things is going to be different but that doesn't mean i can't pluck things off you and you can't pluck things off me maybe you'll go and like do unstru- unstructured thinking next time you're like, i'm just going to think about stuff maybe i'll go and i'll like structure it a little bit more and know what i'm trying to gain from an allotted time in my calendar um i do all my thinking in the evening though so we're scheduling in a 7 to 8 pm <laughs> hey laura leave me alone i'm uh, doing my structured thinking here
0: that goes back to the the chronotypes thing we talked about last week as well you know yeah. people different times of day work for different people but um no like we said going for a walk as well that's a big one for me if i go for a walk mm-hmm. sometimes don't put anything on the headphones i just kind of go walk do 5k walk it's like 45 50 minutes back and during that you're just you're wandering your mind's wandering it's just chunking away the gears there and all of a sudden you're thinking of things i have to take my phone with me because I have to write stuff down because i'll forget it'll just fall out but uh it's it's great to see uh or when you lie down in bed to sleep at night your brain's just like whew, it's like ideas falling on the pillow you know you kind of have to catch them somewhere
1: <laughs> i'm in trouble yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. but uh but that's all the good stuff that's all the good stuff what's been challenging in the last week that's always a good one
1: oh yes um so i i I don't know if I spoke about this previously, but let me just kind of say it again. I have been working on a little bit more structure since I started here. Like I've been getting much better at it, and I've been this been noticed by my managers, and the structure is yeah. getting much better in the organization before, and I'm the preparation is there, right? So I'm really, really working on that. Now I have <laughs> been focusing <laughs> so much on uh been helped a lot with discovery because so i was good at asking open questions and you know, tethering them and get really really digging in deeply and going and now my ae told me to go to a certain level and the managers are going oh maybe let's tail is back a little bit and let's not go so deep because i've been focusing on that one topic so much honestly some calls it's like oh i forgot how to open a call some calls it's like oh what like what 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 am i what am i like oh no we've gone through discovery we're like at a good point how am i adding value like what's going on here oh i open a call and i haven't referenced anyone no. like it's just all the pieces are there and it's like i have all the lego blocks but like i'm not putting them together and <laughs> <laughs> there's just information falling away and i said it to you before It's was like like when one area gets improved to a certain level I definitely feel like the other levels kind of take a little bit of a down step. So yeah, the structure around um, the way I'm getting through, not just the call, but the week, the day, the month. If I'm focusing on one thing, sometimes the rest of it just drops away. It's like practicing any one skill. And if, no matter what you're doing, if you're practicing, it's focusing on one thing completely, the other things you've been like competent at that up until that point and sometimes oh, suffer. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I've been finding.
0: It's like those guys go to the gym, you know. The, the guys with the monster arms—they walk around like gorillas because they haven't worked out their their backs, so they're just dragging these fists on the ground with these monster arms yeah. and huge forearms as well. Um, but um, they haven't worked out their backs. So is look—they just look, they've just, they just let something slide, right? I think that's uh, that we're all guilty of that, you know. There's always uh, a, a topic du jour, as they say. You know, there's well, always something
1: today, Felix. How do I train my back and my legs and my calves? This is what you're. This, you're my guy. <laughs> Come on, how am I, how do I not just, just don't, train don't arms? ask me
0: about calves anyway.
1: <laughs> All right, let's. How do I if I'm like getting to a level of discovery where I'm I'm comfortable with and everyone else is comfortable with my objection handling is a certain level. I how do I now like pick up the rest and not drop them and juggle? How do I do the juggle?
0: Yeah, I, the, the thing the thing is, it's like you know it's, it's jugglings of good, good analogy you know say with juggling you say like keep an eye on one one ball you only you only need to have you know one in the air if you're about juggling three you only need one in the air at any one time and your hands are then working you know you've always got two in your hands kind of thing And um, that's a that's an interesting metaphor because i kind of feel like you, you you have you have all the pieces right i mean you've clearly you've just gone through your certification you have all the component pieces um but it's just you're getting, you're almost getting tunnel vision on the one thing you've been practice on. It's almost like I've anticipated this moment so much, or this situation that I'm only focusing on this, and you're almost blocking yourself out on the other pieces that you know so well. Um, and you know, it's it's almost a it's a mental blocker, and that's all it is. It's just your 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 mind playing tricks on you. This is a this is a funny thing because it's like. You get struck you end up in a situation there where you you get flustered right the we always like mike tyson again you know everyone's got a plan till he gets punched in the face uh, and it's it's so true right <laughs> yeah. um because the we go in with a structure and we should we should have a structure we should know a process what is the logical approach for what we should be doing so we, we i think we said it before i mean i see these things in two ways you've got the sales process how the How the flow from identifying a need to bringing the customer all the way through to to closing a deal, that has a process and you know that and you know how to move it through those phases, you know, identification of the need, qualifying that need, the customer really appreciating they have a need, understanding how your product supports or could support that need you know, having that commercial negotiation, uh, you know, overcoming any objections and ultimately closing the deal. That's your sales process. Um, and that's that, you you know, that process and that flow and you manage part of that as an SDR. You're really getting that identification, the high level qualification, handing over to the show and tell, the demonstration. Um, you know, you've got that part. Um, and then you've got your own processes. What do you, What are you going into each individual call to do? What objectives are you setting yourself? Like we talked about in, I think it was episode one. You know, what do you want to achieve from this call? So the very first call, I want them to know who I am. I want them to understand uh, your company. Uh, you want to understand a bit about them. You want to come prepared and really leave that call with the objective of having another call, whether that's straight into a demo or a follow-up conversation and maybe sharing some information offline. You know, you have those things, like you said, you go into the call, you're prepping, like you said, those deep discoveries where you've gone down to a few levels, you've tethered your questions. Maybe that's all you're thinking about. And um, But the thing is that just always kind of, that's kind of level one, that's kind of level one salesperson. Whereas level two salesperson kind of needs to be able to, you know, pull from the armory the weapon he needs in the moment. And that comes with kind of, it's a bit of muscle memory, isn't it? It's a bit of, okay, I've seen this picture before. I know what to do in this situation. So opening the call, okay, I have my call opening. I'll pull this out now. Or, you know, customer says, actually, you know what? Now is not a good time. So pulling out your ability to reschedule that call. Um, these are what I call the big rocks, you know, the kind of the core pieces or your weapons in your arm that You have all the time. Um, and the, the key is, you know, it comes with practice, but the key is to be able to call upon these things at all times, uh, and that comes again, like I said, practice, but uh, but also being aware of them. Thinking about okay, what are those situations? Do I have my big rocks? And even write down on a piece of paper before going into that call. What are your big rocks? Call opening, your objection handling, your you know these are the things you have, and then you can you can have your one eye focused on your your topic of the day, whether it's that deep discovery you mentioned. you know you've got your big rocks you don't lose that you've trained them they're the the things you'll always use no matter whether you're an sdr like a strategic account manager you know you're always going to use those techniques i think it's about being cognizant of them
1: i think that is um what you just mentioned there stage one stage two is really well explained so stage one is the you know, these are the unchangeables. Let's make sure that we know these well. And then if, in case, if, and when things change, you need to have the access to stage two, of just reaction. Um, but what you said there about these are things that you're going to have as an SDR or as a strategic rep. I think that has helped me learn a lot of things um, from chatting to you that it's like, uh, or chatting to other people as well. It's like, well, some of this stuff is never like, it's never going to change. So once you start understanding that a lot of the stuff is going to these skills that I learned now are going to be, if I could continue, which I plan to I a sales career for the rest of my life, like why would I not focus on them now? And until I came to this company in Canada, um, maybe I was like learning at a surface level and I was like, getting comfortable and getting some success. I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> this is easy. I'm hitting quotas and stuff. This is not so bad. I'm like setting up. down with a, aes or um, bdms in ireland there they were like very good so they're signing loads of deals i was like oh money's money's poured in this is great (laughs) um but i wasn't really learning a huge amount about the process or about the things that are going to be valuable to me when i'm like in 5 10 15 years time if i start them now like how good is that going to be in 10 to 15 years time if i'm just constantly nurturing and focusing on them um but think about it right i mean
0: you're never gonna have to stop Doing anything you're already doing. I mean, the only thing that changes is instead of handing over the the customer to someone else to do the demonstration and continue the deal, you might be the one receiving the demonstration. You're still you're still going to have to do a level of qualification, identification, and rapport building. That their their skills yeah. you still need you will still need. So as you move up those roles from. AE, senior AE, AM, strategic account manager, whatever. As you move up all those roles, you just add to the skill set. You know what I mean? It's, a, it's an ever-filling bag rather than I need to throw out this to make room for this. It's just filling it up.
1: Right. And uh, you, <laughs> you, 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 on that topic, maybe you have an idea of um, where I am at now from just chatting to me me kind of showing you some of the stuff. Um I have a very close timeline. Just to, I don't know if we've actually explained this. So we keep saying October. It's now the tenth of July, so it's not like it's a million miles away. Um, you like the, the certification is one thing, and as I said, I need to be improve my skill set in different ch- channels. So you are one channel that is assisting me and coaching me. Like initially, is there like something that you would say um, at this stage of being like kind of competent up until the discovery stage um the first thing i should be focusing on is x um maybe we can like what would you say if you grab one of your rest now that's moving towards the same trajectory as me let's focus on this just now
0: yeah i mean like in terms of, in terms of skill set okay like first is like the big rocks so you, like you said you, you're going through your certifications so that should be covering the big rocks in terms of what you should know for the level you're at so you know, call prep, openings, rapport building, you know, why your company, that, that company narrative piece, all that stuff should be bread and butter, as they say over here, you know, all of that should be there. And then you got to look, okay, what's the next set of skills? So think about it logically. You're, where does the process end today for you and your role? It's that handover of customer now wants a demo. So the next yep. piece is to get yourself good on okay I'm receiving the demo so I've got to run that demo so that's that's where I would start that's naturally going to be the first thing you'll be expected to do as the run a demo and like you said that's that's basically your next certification right so your company has set mm-hmm. that up quite logically as as anyone would but I would be looking at okay what makes a good demo what are the what are the key things uh, in a good demo um you know for me it's the it's the rule of primacy and the and the rule of kind of well last thing you hear so what i mean primacy means the kind of first thing you hear and the last thing you hear so you need a strong opening you a know, shit hot ending i mean they need to walk away because la- like the we re- re- what's called recency bias you know you're going to remember the the last thing that was said as well so you need to start high your demo will kind of ebb and flow, but you're gonna end high as well. You know, it's like um, it's like it's like going to like a like going to a to a gig. You know what I mean? You usually start off on a banger and you end on a banger, right? Um, yeah. because because you want to leave people leaving on the high. And it's the same thing. It's a presentation. It's a performance. uh so there's some skills I'll be looking at, and I'll be saying, okay, what are the key things? Look, each demo will be. There'll be elements that are the same in each demo because you'll be showcasing the same platform or the same thing, but different things will matter to different customers or to different potential customers. So having a very clear brief on what are their trigger points, you know, this piece, this thing is particularly important for them because they deal with these type of customers, or they have these type of employees, whatever your platform is that's supporting whatever workflow that you're working with. So I'll be saying, what's key for them? And I'll make sure I double down on that in demo, make sure they're happy with what I've shown them, be be able to answer any questions around that. I mean, this is all just demoing, isn't it? But these are kind of key things I'd be getting really good at as I was moving from that SDR to AE role. You know, I wouldn't wait till I was enrolled to be good at demoing. I'd be good at it going into the role.
1: Yeah. and what, So what you're saying is, Stage one and stage two continues basically. Yeah. The stage one and stage two is not like a thing, all oh, SDR been here like eight months or whatever. That's not a thing just for now. Stage one, stage two, you're saying when I'm actually learning how to demo this stuff, there's going to be a stage one, it's going to be stage two. The stuff that is constant and the stuff that's changeable depending on the situation. That's, it. that's good um, to again understand the importance of unpacking this stuff in my mind. It's not going to go away. No point in ignoring it now, is it? Which I have done in the past. Let me just be very clear: I have like definitely heard things. Ah, oh, that's good. Never really uh, inquired or dug deeper than uh, than the information at the surface. But yeah, that's um, listen, man, that's a good kind of comparison between SDI life now and where I want to be as an AE, maybe in AE, whenever that is.
0: It is, it is, and I mean, being looking at that demoing situation as well. I mean. You know, they say you never know how much you know something until you have to teach it. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's all a demo is. You're teaching somebody how to use the platform. And then, I mean, by the time you're demoing to real customers, you will know that system inside out. You'll have such a better appreciation for the value your product can bring to a potential customer that you'll be able to improve all those other skills around. You know, so you'll be able to improve how you pitch and talk about the company. You'll be able to improve how you engage back and forward with customers because you'll be able to say, Oh, this is what you do. I know what you do. Because actually, I work with five other companies with you. And actually, look, if you're ready, I can share a screen and show you exactly what we do to help them deal with this exact same problem you have. And because you'll yeah. you'll have that demoing to a T you'll be able to just add so much more value in those early conversations. Like I said, you're only building on top of what you already have, but you're building, so you're still getting better. Every skill gets better as you develop the next one.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. I'm ex- just to be very clear, I'm so excited about the <laughs> possibility of being able to do it, but also I want to like prepare so much that I can be excited that I can be like waking up at seven in the morning and being like really excited to be demoing three demos in that day I don't want to be not preparing at this stage and then maybe I, I do become an A maybe I like which would be fantastic and I really do hope it happens this time next year maybe I haven't prepared enough maybe I haven't like spent the six months prior getting these skills down to a T and then I'm not as confident going through them and it's not all it's not all about signing deals for me it's more i really do enjoy that interaction with other people i do enjoy showing and telling i enjoy like the the experience of being on the phone but i more enjoy being on zoom i more enjoy being face to face it's like when you move closer to and closer to a personal level i get really excited about that and i want to make sure i can be ex- I don't prepare. I will not be excited. I'll be like daunt. I'll be a daunting feeling. I'll be like feeling sick to my stomach. I'll get the anxiety, and like it just won't be good for me. So that's why I'm like asking you these questions now about the kind of the future in six months to a year's time.
0: Yeah, I think it, I think it's, look, there's a couple of things there. I mean, like we said, always be finding the best. Uh, the best salespeople are curious salespeople, right? Um, and and you need to you need to you need to give a give a monkeys about. What the the potential customer prospect is doing, right? Because that's going to make you better all around. Um, that's it's it's so funny, like all those things that you love. Uh, because you and I had a quick joke last time after we wrapped the the pod. We said, "Wouldn't it be funny if we did a whole section on this?" And we said, "Actually, do you know what I hate?" <laughs> and I think oh, yeah. I think. That would be, uh, why don't we do that now? What Let's do that,
1: me? yeah. We've got a lot of, we've gone over a lot there. So that's a lot of heavy information uh, to go over. And I need to listen back to that because you gave me a lot of tips there that I need to um, prepare. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what I hate, oh my goodness. What do so you hate, Luke? Give us one. This what? is, let, let me just be. give a bit of context behind this, right? This is stuff that you cannot help me with. Nobody can help me with. Nobody can give me assistance with. It's just stuff. That is that happens as an SDR calling out to calling out to people, and it just happens, and there's no solution for it. So this is this one's about ghosts or ghosting, getting like. <laughs> No, let me be very clear. This isn't, I've booked a demo and we've gone back and listened to the call. Now, maybe I missed something. That's happened. That's not a ghost. That's I've just missed something and I've messed up that conversation and they haven't seen the value in sitting. This is when you've hit all the markers. You've done all the pre-work. You've maybe had a couple of calls with them. You've like set the calendar invite. It's been accepted. You've spoken to AE afterwards. They're excited. You're thinking, they may be getting a deal a month here. This is a really good opportunity. We're going to help this company out. Oh, fantastic. And they don't show up. They don't show up, so you're like, right? Ring them Bastard. twice, no answer. Send an email, no answer. Send a text, no answer. Call them the next day, no answer. You get them maybe a week, maybe two weeks. Sometimes even a month later, they just ghost you for a whole month. Sleep you get them on the phone, head. and they're like, "Ah, uh, you know what? I actually realized I wasn't interested." And they did not like text you, message you, email you. We listen back to the call, maybe with a manager, with an AE. Uh, we listen to it. We're like, They literally said, yeah, we're interested in buying. Or, oh, yeah, this sounds really good. Maybe it was an inbound. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was just a really good quality outbound. There's no solution for them. I've tried. There's some people that will just, like, say yes, say yeah, And at the final hurdle, final moment to sit in a demo, maybe they just get Zoom fatigue. Maybe they just don't want to be on calls. Maybe they just, for whatever reason, and they just ghost us. They don't send a message. Maybe it's just Tuesday. I hate it. Like I just hate. I'd rather you tell me you're not interested, go F myself as soon as I speak to you. I'd rather you send me a message of you give me the finger and saying never talk to me again <laughs> than just ignoring us. It is horrible, it's nasty, we're trying to do our jobs and it just throws you off, right? It's not just that moment. It's the next call, it's the next demo set, it's the next day. And like you're still trying to chase this person and your mindset is, oh, if I get if I just get them in. Oh, if I just get them by the end of the lecture, maybe it was just a mistake. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And by the time you get them on the phone, they're like, oh, no, I was never interested. Anyway, you have to go for a walk. Like, you have to go get a I, coffee or something. I love that you've
0: butterfly effect that whole scenario. It's like, this person hasn't, it's ghosted you. And they're not dead. They've ghosted you. And you've, <laughs> you've just showed the tsunami that comes afterwards. and that Oh, scary,
1: it based is, on
0: your
1: <laughs> I'm rocking on my chair thinking about it. This is a Sunday. And I'm thinking about it and I'm like, I I just know it's going to, it it, it doesn't happen all the time, right? This isn't like a nine out of 10 thing. It's a one in a 20, maybe, maybe even less, right? But it happens. Great. There are other cancellations and the other things that happen. If you listen back to a call with your A or manager and they're like, yeah, you know what? You didn't really, you you kind of like led the witness there. That wasn't, you didn't really do (laughs) the right job. We all, we all do it. We like book in a rush demo or whatever. Like, that's not it. This is like, everything was right. Demo is set. Somebody's looked back and said, "You know what? Everything isn't." And then they just don't show up. Yeah, and there's nothing you know I can I think... do. You can't, you can't of... solve for it. You can't solve for it, Felix. You can't trying to solve for it
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You can't. No, no. People's be people's right. Um, but there, I think some of it's cultural. I think. I think there's definitely some cultures that yeah. will easily say, "You know what? No." They'll just say, "No, not for me." Not for me, and they're, they're
1: they're few and far between. There's
0: only a few um, nationalities the out there. The <laughs> I
1: didn't want definitely... to call out anyone out, but okay, no, I've, I've, like, I've, been an to, I've been an SDR into the UK. I've been SDR into Ireland, and an SDR into Canada. UK, tell you no, no, nope, not interested. Like Grant, even if you're like trying to understand, oh, why, what would need to happen for you to be interested, all that stuff, they tell you, they will tell you why they're not interested, and they'll give you very clear reasons why. Ireland, come from there. When they say, "Ah, yeah, go on, yeah, sure," and i'm like all right, well, I know, you're like, you you're, you're leaving, like, Come on, <laughs> yeah. come on, let's go. That's grand because I'm like used to speaking to Irish people. And I know when they're saying yes, and when when something isn't a hundred percent. Now I live in oh, Canada. Yeah. That, Canada. That's I'm like, furiously. but
0: stop on the Irish thing for a second though, because you know, you know, yeah. when you get a text, the day when someone wants to go for a pint. And they text you on the day. You are coming out for a point? You're like, ah, yeah, I might. You never, uh, never going for that point. Never going
1: for that point. I think the reasons why it annoys me is because I don't do that. Like I, I'm very clear. You say if you say to me, like, like, do you want to do this in like two weeks' time? I'm like, oh, let me just check. Let me just make sure. And it's not me like not wanting to go. I just won't commit to something that I know I don't know I'm committed to. So if I can get, I get commitment off people. I'm like, ah. Oh, well, they've committed to this. Like, they've agreed to it. Yeah, but then, yeah, sorry, Canada is a beautiful country. Everyone's really nice. They don't want to hurt each other's feelings because they're so nice. So they don't want to hurt your feelings by telling you no, which is a terrible thing as an SDR (laughs) because you need them to say no. (laughs) If they really mean no, or if they're saying no for another reason, then you need them to say no so then you can get to the other reasons behind it and really do do go over that in a different, this is not a solutions uh, segment. It's more just like there's just so much of it. So you go to a shop or you walk down the street and somebody will like say yes to you or agree to you or be like, give you feedback on something that's like really positive. And you're like, eh, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, ghosting. Ghosting is my what I hate this week. Yeah. And
0: no, I've, I've had it too. I've had it. I remember I work in a company in south america i won't name and shame the country but i was a working company down in, in south america and similar to your canadian experience they uh, they don't they don't say no they don't say no but we figured it out now probably about 12 months into a into a long project we figured it out we, we caught them in the act and we got to them got to it down to a fine art that a yes was a maybe and a maybe was a no that's where we got to so if we heard maybe we're like no, never happening no not even on the radar we got a yes we're like right we'll roll up our sleeves it's a bit of convincing to be done here but um yeah we'll say we'll say less about them
1: yeah man um <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah well anyway let's say so yes. that's that's Again, what you hate just what i it's, this isn't the only thing it's just one thing i don't want to be talking too much about things i hate and i don't hate a lot but like uh, there's like little nuances and specific things uh, as an sdr that are like all oh, like it's just i've there's no solution for a lot of some of the stuff there's a, a solutions for a hell of a lot of it and there's ways that we can talk about that but there's like some things like this that you know what i want to like leave it out there that this is what happens and it happens to everyone That's everyone everyone just happens
0: Every week we're going forward, we're gonna let <sighs> Luke Vent. He's gonna bring something new, he's gonna tell us what he hates. And actually, that's a good that's a good point. I'd actually, if there's anyone else out there who's got things that they hate, uh yeah, send them in with the feedback and all the positive reviews. Remember, we don't accept negative reviews on this show. Um, but if you've got things you hate, and it's not this podcast, hopefully, you will come in. Send us an email. Luke, what's the what's the email
1: address? Oh, I, I hate the way that Luke gives out about stuff. I hate it. No, uh <laughs> the email address is twoguys1usp at gmail.com. That's a number two, number one. Two guys1usp at gmail.com.
0: Brilliant. So send in, send in the things you hate and uh we'll we'll read out a few. We might get we might have a chat about them. that would be uh that would be a bit of crack. Let's let's 100%. do that. But
1: um, um but
0: for the USP, what was your USP for this week?
1: my USP is Everyone's not going to have the structure that I have here. I didn't have it before. Um, but what everyone can get is figure out what your North Star is. My North Star is October, hopefully being in an interview. Your North Star could be hitting quota. Your North Star could be booking your meet, booking five meetings in a week. Your North Star could literally be setting up that structure of your mentor, your sponsor, your manager, like setting up that 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 relationship. North Star could simply be making your call quota. Um, But I think re- re- figuring out what my North Star is, where I want to be, what I want to do, setting that in stone in the future and get, working out how to get there um, has been a really good point that I've kind of taken on over the last few months. And it's something that at the moment has given me a lot of clarity on my career. So North Star is my one. Love it. I
0: love it. I think we'll end on that. Um, I think I'll summarize and say before you can get what you want, you have to know what you want. so let's leave it at that Luke I'll chat to you next week
1: oh yeah and if anyone hasn't seen Elvis you need to go watch it thank you thank you very much